0: Welcome to Langstaff Online. My name is Michael De Silva, and I am your host for episode 29. In this episode, we will be hearing from Sean Markle on the subject of the heart. Do you serve the Lord with a whole heart? This is a challenging question that is going to be explored from Holy Scriptures. I want to welcome everyone to the podcast today. I hope that what is discussed will be a big help to you, or perhaps even a challenge. As the world moves to open up the economy that was closed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, it is understandable that many minds will shift back to work, paying bills and getting on with life, whatever that looks like. For those who have continued to work through the pandemic, perhaps your hope will be working in a less stressful environment, among other things. Whatever your situation in life is today, God is looking at your heart and desiring that you give him your whole heart. In 1 Samuel 16 and verse 7, God tells Samuel, For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. And in Genesis 6, we read the first time that the Bible records anything about the heart of man. And it says, The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. I am sure that God sees the very same thing in our hearts today. From the beginning of time, God has been interested in our hearts. So let's look at the words of a man whom God referred to as, a man after my heart, who will do all my will. David, the son of Jesse. In the first of three brief sections that I want to look at today, David writes about giving thanks with his whole heart. All of our readings will be in Psalms 119, and let's start in chapter 9 and verse 1. David writes, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. In Psalms 86 and verse 12, he writes, I give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with my whole heart. And I will glorify your name forever. In chapter 111 and verse 1, David writes, Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. The last verse I want to look at in this list is Psalms 138 and verse 1. David writes, I give you thanks, O Lord, With my whole heart, before the gods, I sing your praise. In these verses, we can see David's desire to give thanks to the Lord in all of the various circumstances he found himself in. Despite going through some very difficult and trying times, David would give thanks to the Lord with his whole heart. Maybe you're thinking, David never went through COVID-19. Well, no, he didn't. But think about some of the things that David did go through. David had to fend off at least one lion and one bear while tending his father's sheep. David had to face a giant who wanted to enslave all of Israel. David had to face a king who wanted to kill him with a spear and then chased him around the caves. Talk about isolation. David had to give up his throne and run for his life because of his son Absalom. What a life. David knew what it was to be isolated And alone, and yet he says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. David focused on what God had done to sustain him and bring him through each one of the trials he endured in his life. And he gave thanks to God with his whole heart. We see in chapter 86 and verse 12, David sought to bring glory. the name of God forever. I know this can be a challenge. As we go through life, there are things we want to accomplish, things we want to succeed at, things we want to attain to. But let's be careful. These things that we go after, will they bring glory to God? Don't forget the story of the farmer in Luke chapter 12. Six times the farmer said, I, and in the end, none of it was his. Let's focus on bringing glory to God in all We do. Remember God's promise in 1 Samuel 2 and 30. But now the Lord declares, For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Psalms 111 and verse 1, we see David giving thanks in the company of the upright and in the congregation. But in Psalms 138 and verse 1, we see him giving thanks in front of the gods. It's easy to give thanks to God when we are in a group of people who are fellow believers, but not so easy when we are out in the world that denies and despises Him. According to the internet, and I don't know if this is accurate, there are over 4,300 religions in the world today. Amazon has a book for sale that lists 2,500 deities, and that's only what we know of from major societies throughout the world. David says that whether it's easy or hard, he would give thanks to the Lord. Regardless of whether he was with people who worshipped the same God as he did or those who worshipped one or more of the many other gods in the world, he would worship the Lord. So here in section one of three, we have David giving thanks to God with his whole heart. In the second section of three, we see David seeking the Lord with his whole heart. In Psalms 119 and verse 2, David writes, Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. And then in verse 10 of the same Psalms, he writes, With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. David tells us that there is a blessing for those who seek the Lord with their whole heart. And then follows it up a few verses later by telling us that there is a benefit to seeking the Lord with our whole heart, a staying power, and following after the Lord. In both of these psalms, David mentions two forms of the law. In verse 2, he uses the word testimonies, suggesting that there is a need for witness. How is our witnessing life? I'm not even sure if that's a term, but I think you understand what I mean. William Toms, who lived from 1803 until 1885, once said, Be careful how you live. You may be the only Bible some people ever read, How fitting. How challenging. The word David uses in verse 10 is commandments. David knew that following God's word and keeping God's will would help him live in communion and fellowship with God. The point I would like to make here is the truth that David was going to seek God with his whole heart. And in so doing, he would not wander from the mind and will of God. We should do the same. And no, I'm not referring to the Ten Commandments. In Matthew 22, the Lord outlines only two commandments, not ten. Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great comm- great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I will come back to this verse in more depth a little later, but for now I just want to point out the two commandments Jesus thought were important. Doesn't it remind you of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And Paul says, against such, there is no law. A heart close to God, reflecting the Son of God, Jesus Christ, and all he displayed while here on the earth 2,000 years ago. David reminds us that not only Does seeking God bring us blessing, but it brings us in line with his heart, his mind, and his will. Once again, in section 1 of 3, we have David giving thanks to God with his whole heart. In section 2 of 3, we see David seeking the Lord with his whole heart. So let's look at more verses in Psalms 119 for section 3 of 3. In Psalms 119 and verse 34, we read, Give me understanding that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. In this verse, David says he wants to keep the law of God. David uses the Hebrew word Torah, or the laws given in Numbers and Deuteronomy of our Bible. In verse 69, David writes, The insolent smear me with lies, but with my whole heart, I keep your precepts. In this verse, David says he wants to keep the precepts of God. David uses the Hebrew word picket which simply stands for a moral conduct or something in a formal document in verse 145 david writes with my whole heart i cry answer me O lord i will keep your statutes in this verse david says he wants to keep the statutes of god here david uses a different hebrew word coke which has numerous meanings Very simply, it means something that is prescribed or a task that you're required to do. Now, I may have pronounced these words wrong, but if you want to look them up, you can get the accurate pronunciation. Anyway, what is David challenging us to do? Many times over the past number of years, I have heard people suggest what we have to do to be more spiritual. Sometimes it has to do with conduct in the church, and sometimes it has to do with conduct out of the church. In the three verses we just looked at, David says that no matter how big or how small, whether it's a law or a precept or a statute, he would keep God's laws, his precepts, and his statutes. Do you see where David was focused? David knew what it was to allegedly break one of God's, laws, God's commandments when he ate the bread from the table of showbread in 1 Samuel chapter 21. Too often we add things to the words of the Lord or the Bible and hail it as law and right when we really should be reading what the word of God says and following it. Let's look at the verses I brought up earlier in Matthew chapter 22. Again, Jesus says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. As I have said in the past, I am not a language scholar by any means. But as I look at this topic, I became aware of some simple truths between what David writes in Psalms 119 and what Jesus said. In Matthew chapter 22. The Hebrew word David uses for the whole heart. In Psalms 119. Is love. It is spelt L-E-B. It refers to the inner man. Mind. Will. Heart. And understanding. Among many other things. Such as knowledge. Thinking. Reflection. And memory. For those who have access to the. Blue letter Bible. Online. You should look into this word. And study all of its meanings, meanings such as the seat of appetites, the seat of emotions and passions, the seat of courage. But just very briefly, I want to connect Matthew 22 with the definition of this Hebrew word. In Matthew 22, all of the things that Jesus says refers directly to the meaning of this word. Jesus says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, And with all your mind. Remember that Hebrew word? It refers to the inner man, the inner mind, the inner will, the inner heart, the inner understanding. So, what's the point? Everything David says in Psalms 119 regarding his desire to give thanks to the Lord in all circumstances, to seek the Lord, and to keep the laws, precepts, and statutes of the Lord, we should have a desire to do the same. Our list of laws and precepts and statutes is far shorter than David's, so we should have an easier time of doing it. Finally, when we serve our risen Savior, we should be doing it with a whole heart. We should be giving thanks with our whole heart. We should be seeking the Lord with our whole heart. And with our whole heart, we should have a desire to keep the word of God. When we serve our risen Savior, we should be doing it with our whole heart, living for Christ with complete sincerity and commitment. And I trust that this has been a blessing and a help to each one listening today.